Hello, and welcome to The Staffing Show, the only podcast that delivers tools, tips, and tactics from the staffing and recruiting industry's top executives and thought leaders. In this episode, Caitlin Delory, the editor-in-chief of Staffing Hub, is at Staffing Industry Analyst Executive Forum. She interviews Bill Stoller, founder, CEO, and chairman of the Board of Express Employment Professionals about the conference, the hidden job market, and the power of referrals. What do you think has driven expresses success well I, I certainly think that leadership discipline yeah <laughs> as Barry talked about this morning and Bob and I have been in the staffing business prior to starting Express 35 years ago and you know we obviously had the vision of wanting to build a, a company that was as buildable as possible sure. but I think certainly one of the big parts is we're a franchised organization. And the staffing business is made perfectly in the commercial space, light industrial office services, mm-hmm. for the business to be located in the neighborhood, if you will, of a larger city or being in a rural city. And they live there. That's their livelihood. And that's been a huge part of our success. So you really tapped into the communities of the locations where all right. the our fr- are. Our franchisees mm-hmm. have certainly, whether they live there prior, which many of them did, and many of them did move to those locations. They certainly have become part of the community and have are pillars of their community, whether it's a suburb of a, a major city or it's a, a rural city, a, a standalone city of its own. How do you sort of maintain your company culture across so many branches? What has been part of our secret to success, you know, again, I, I think franchising, but I think we've been able to to maintain a culture amongst our people, franchisees, that have adopted the culture that Bob and I set with Express. Our headquarters people all adopt our value system, which tends to our culture. You know, there really can be a purpose in staffing, and that is to help people find work. And that's part of our culture as well. And it goes all the way throughout the company. And then there's just no thread that is not painted with, with that kind of a feeling. What would you say are some of those core values that are threaded throughout? Well, it's, it's certainly integrity, uh, leadership, and doing what's best and what's right. Um, but it's taking care of people. It's really taking care of people and making sure that we are doing the right thing for them. Those are the three pillars that we consider ourselves. But again, it still comes down to that purpose statement of helping people find work and helping companies find good people. Mm-hmm. So, and maybe this is related, but what would you say inspires your team? I would say it's very much related to, mm-hmm. to really doing the right thing, but helping people find work. I also think it's exciting for people to be with a growing company. You kind of win when you grow. Right, and, right. And you're not on a losing team that's, that's falling and, and not growing. And you know the old adage that if you don't grow, you die. So that's pretty much, I, I think, what you know, everyone in Express buys in with. Mm-hmm. On the flip side of that, what would you say are your biggest day-to-day challenges? Well, there always seems to be a new one every day. (laughs) It's really getting everyone to follow our system. 
It's, it's tried and true that franchisees' offices have been successful, and those that are not successful are the ones that aren't. And, and I think it comes down to the attitude. I think if you look up and use the ABC as one, two, three, and go all the way through the alphabet, if you look at uh, attitude, you will have a score of 100. And I believe our people simply have that positive attitude and the, the go-to attitude and to get it done attitude. So they see challenges as opportunities for growth. Exactly. Of- right. And, and it's, you've got to look at things half full, not half empty. Yeah. Um, yeah. But following the system, you tend to have people go off on their own and then they will then come back because they see other people being successful that are following the system and who talk about the system. But we also include all of our people as part of our education program because we have franchisees teaching classes, we have corporate people teaching classes, we have our sales team or sales coaches teaching classes, and it's just a mixed bag because everybody contributes, and that's really what you have to have in the end. This episode of The Staffing Show is brought to you by Staffing Referrals, the only recruiter referral platform designed specifically for staffing firms. If you're like most staffing firms, you're probably not using a digital referral platform, which means you're missing up to 60% of your potential referral placements. That's where Staffing Referrals comes in. Their recruiter referral platform helps you capture more referrals by transforming your candidates and contractors into digital brand ambassadors. Why do staffing firms love staffing referrals? You'll instantly get a referral program like the ones used by Lyft, Uber, and Airbnb. Your recruiters get their very own brand ambassador program, and your company will get more referral leads than ever before. I think you should check it out. If you'd like to get more referral leads for your recruiters, check out their 90-day pilot. They're giving Staffing Show listeners $500 off their first 90 days. To claim your $500 discount, visit staffingreferrals.com forward slash hub. I think you'll love it. How would you define loosely as you're comfortable? How would you define the system that works that they shouldn't deviate from? Well, uh, you know, we obviously have an interview process. You then go through that interview phase. Then you you obviously have to have a job order. So it's getting a proper job order and following that correctly. And all the way through to getting someone placed on a job. But I would say that the big part of our system is you have to be proactive and you have to sell. You have to develop relationships. And if you have somebody that's managing an office or owns an office that isn't making contact calls, Mm -hmm. isn't making appointments, isn't networking in the community, you're not going to succeed. And then we have our staffing consultants have to get the references. They have to make those phone calls. They also have to do what's called most placeable candidate, Mm -hmm. which is MPCing. And when you have a candidate in today's market, the shelf life is very, very short. So when you've got somebody, you need to call up people that you know and to see if they need somebody. So it's just a combination of our whole universe within Express Mm -hmm. uh, that really does start with a sales culture to a service culture and a people culture. Mm -hmm. 
all coming together. Because the shelf life is so short, do you have tools that have helped you, maybe technology, maybe it's just your education system, but that have helped you stay ahead of that, well, that curve? A- as I've said, it's if you have salespeople out there selling all the time, mm-hmm. you're going to have new openings all of the time. But in this type of a market where you're so short on supply, which mm-hmm. is our people that come in and, and needing wow, work, they shouldn't go outside the door if they qualify and you right. hire them and they clear on the background check and references and, and whatnot, drug sure. tests, etc. then you should be able to find them some sort of work by day's end. Mm, mm. That's great. And the shorter sales cycle, I'm sure, is part of it. But how do you see the industry changing over the next two to five years. Well, we've talked about that in some of the sessions today here at Staffing Industries Executive Forum. And for the most part, I think those in the commercial area of staffing, which is light industrial and office services, you know, you still have to have warehousing, logistics, and artificial intelligence and robotics isn't going to take all of those jobs. I think it's still bright for the light industrial and office services area. Certainly office services has lost over the years because of the computer, because of smartphones, because a lot of people do their own administrative work, if you will, today. But the outlook on the staffing business industry for at least the next two or three years seems to be very bright. And whether we see 10 years that we're going to take, none of us feel that there's going to be a dramatic shift. Mm -hmm. Now, there's change that will take place over those 10 years. Mm -hmm. What those changes will be, probably a lot more technology, Mm -hmm. probably a lot more consolidation and Mm -hmm. and needs from our customers. So if you listen carefully enough to your customer, then you just you learn what that is, Mm -hmm. and, and then you make those adjustments. This episode of The Staffing Show is brought to you by Text Us. You might remember Text Us for their conversational text messaging software that helps recruiters communicate faster with candidates. Since launching four years ago, Text Us has become the largest provider of text messaging to the staffing industry. In fact, over 500 staffing firms choose Text Us more than any other texting software on the market. Why are they so popular? Because getting a hold of the top talent is more difficult than ever. That's where Text Us comes in. Their real-time communication platform helps your recruiters cut through the noise and get a response. If you want to increase recruiter productivity, you should check out Text Us. You can claim your staffing show exclusive free 30-day pilot by visiting textus.com forward slash hub. Just go to textus.com forward slash hub to claim your pilot and start recruiting in real time. You mentioned a, a little bit about this, but we've surveyed tons of staffing firms and they all say that candidate acquisition is their number one stress point. And you guys are obviously doing something right. <laughs> I'm sure it ties into a lot of what you've said, but how do you think that the either the staffing industry or recruiters individually need to evolve to sort of get ahead of this challenge? Well, there's only so much supply of people available, and we are at full employment. Filing for unemployment Mm -hmm. seems to be a benchmark for the number of unemployed. Right. But I always believe there are people who are not 
they leave a job because they know they can go find a job. Mm-hmm. And so there's this large layer of people that are constantly turning over mm-hmm. um, because they're looking for a better opportunity. But that's all part of it. If the number one source of people for us is referrals mm-hmm. from somebody that works for you or somebody that knows you, you're going to do a good job. Sure. When you get those referrals, then you just take care of them. So mm-hmm. I kind of call that the, a little bit of the hidden job market. Those mm-hmm. that are turning, but you don't see them in the unemployment lines and you don't see them filing for unemployment mm-hmm. as well as then just getting those referrals from people that get asked, yeah. I'm looking for a job. Do you know what I could do for it. So those two are the biggest ways and you have to constantly be doing that. And so it it really just is all part of the whole program and communicating what your needs are to other people and you'll get get more people coming in. What do you see on the horizon for Express? Well, I mean, I certainly see technology still taking a large role in, in our industry. Projects will likely take a little more responsibility for us to complete a project. And so they may outsource more of the project as opposed to things that might be done on an hourly basis. So we'll have to say, well, we can get it done for X amount of dollars and it takes so much hours of people's time to do the job. And then you figure it just like you get an estimate for someone doing landscaping for your home. I see that kind of project, you know, certainly see a lot more upskilling that we need to do. I think education and helping people find out how to get more schooling, more education. And even while they're working, I think that's very important. And I think that field is going to become more and more trade schools. Certainly those skills are going to be in demand, but it still comes down to the soft skills and having the proper soft skills to show someone this is the way you got to dress. This is the way you got to interview. This is how you have to handle yourself. Yeah. So I, I think we have to become much more part of that side of educating people when they do come in. Like staffing should be part of the bigger education initiative. Yeah. 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 I think, I think it will be now, whether we will directly be involved, but I think there are suppliers out there or educators out there that are actually coming out mm-hmm. because online education is huge. Yeah. And we have, at our own company, we educate our franchisees employees through hundreds and hundreds, maybe thousands and thousands of either webinars or classes they can take online yeah. that are all set. You know, they read and then answer the question and then it, you get a right. feedback immediately. You know, I think education will just be a, an upskilling in terms like getting greater skills mm-hmm. is probably uh, kind of the biggest thing we'll be faced with. And, and we'll have to meet that challenge. Mm-hmm. This is it's my last question and it, it brings us out a little bit, but just why do you come to Executive Forum? Like what brings you here? I came to the very first one and I've come to probably, if they've had 22 of them, I've probably been to 20 of them. The only time I don't come is when we have a conflict with one of our company meetings, which ironically we are next year. But I, I really come to kind of hear what other people think mm-hmm. and and what other people are thinking is going to happen to our, our industry in mm-hmm. 10 years mm-hmm. but it, it really does also come down to networking mm-hmm. you know you get a chance to meet your competitors you get a chance to meet other people mm-hmm. um, obviously vendors are very important to meet with and other industry folk you got to get updated you got to stay current and you also have to look out in the future to 
create your vision for where you want your company to go. And I think this is a perfect forum for that to be done. Thanks for listening to The Staffing Show. Don't forget to sign up for our newsletter at staffinghub.com to never miss an episode. Until next time.